Thanks for tuning in to our bonus episode preview. This is just a short sample of this week's exclusive Patreon episode. You can hear the episode in its entirety by becoming a member at patreon.com slash indoctrination, where you'll gain access to all of our exclusive episodes and merchandise. I am so happy to have Mark Turi back on the show. It is something that happens every once in a while where you have a conversation with someone and by the time you finish, even after, let's say, 90 minutes, there's so much more to talk about. And that was what happened when we when we talked. So for people who haven't yet heard the first part of the conversation, please do. And for anyone who is being introduced to Mark for the first time, if you don't mind just spending a few moments letting the listeners know about you, and then we'll start talking. Of course. Yeah. My name is Mark Turi. I was born and raised in Toronto, Canada, but I'm currently living in Budapest, Hungary. I've been here for roughly a year and a half. I have Hungarian family. That's one of the reasons I'm here. I'm an ex-Scientologist. I joined Scientology in May of 2005 when I was 22. I had just graduated from community college, and I had a three-year experience ending my affiliation with Scientology also in May, but of 2008. And during that time, I spent two years as what's called a public Scientologist, so someone who would simply go to the orgs for courses. And then the last year, I spent as a staff member in two organizations. One was in Berlin, Germany for about nine months from May of 2007 until February 2008. And then I was transferred to the San Francisco organization where I worked from March until May of 2008. And then I was kind of booted off staff. And um, very shortly after, about a week after, I decided uh, once I came home to Toronto that that was kind of enough uh, of an affiliation for me. It did take me quite a long time to get to a comfortable place, but eventually uh, by going back to get my bachelor's degree, and then now I'm working on my master's degree, has really helped, as well as uh, studying and learning from different subjects and all kinds of um, different academic subjects on, on why things like this happen to individuals I found very helpful. And I've done lots of interviews over the years, and I just uh, have noticed that within the past year or two, there have been a lot more opportunities to have interviews on podcasts and YouTube channels. And I'm just always grateful to share my story because I was a very young person. I was 22. I had just graduated, as I mentioned, from community college. And that's a very kind of trying time in someone's life. And so I've been told over the years that my story is very interesting and it can help other people make better decisions. And that's one of the reasons why why I'm here. And I'm very grateful to, to Rachel because we also have known each other, have met each other for a while. And um, so, yeah, always grateful and to talk with someone who understands. You know, when you talk about this, when you said, you know, you've come Finally, it seems to uh, get into a comfortable place. So I know that that's, you know, a subjective term. What does that mean for you to be in a comfortable or more comfortable place? Well, first of all, I don't feel as angry as I used to. I don't feel as hurt and I don't feel as betrayed. And I I definitely don't feel that I have to project that onto other people. Because sometimes, you know, when um, someone is in pain, especially with emotional pain, they may act out in anger and they may act out, they may bring people 
uh, other people into their sort of sphere of anger. And it's sort of a symptom of, you know, not a bad symptom of wanting attention, but it's that need to be heard. And it's the need for someone just to say, like, I understand and, and so forth. So that for me, you know, took a long time to sort of to get to get out of that headspace, I guess, and maybe I'm still there a little bit, but I think at least for me, I'm I'm certainly less angry, less resentful. I definitely have had a lot of more positive things happen because of my affiliation with Scientology and being able to speak about it, which was something again that just within the past year or two, because there are so many so many more opportunities now to speak about it, I've I felt actually quite cathartic in that way. Um, because it can be very difficult if you really want. I mean, when I left in 2008, I really wanted to speak out, but I wasn't really willing to go on YouTube or or put myself out there. I just wanted to be interviewed in some respect. And the fact that I wasn't able to do that created a lot of anger. However, again, within the past year or two, I've been invited on many different channels with different people. And I think just talking through some of the things that I experienced and having people understand and listen to it has really, really helped. So for me, again, it's it's just a, a fantastic thing to simply just talk about it and have somebody listen. And that's sort of where it starts, I think. Right. Right. And I'm glad. Yes, I'm glad for you. I'm glad for so many people who now have an audience and they can share and they don't have to keep things bottled up. And also when there is more of an understanding of what this is and less of the victim blaming that, you know, used to be what's wrong with you. Right. I'm like, what? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, there might be something wrong now, but it wasn't because of me. Right. So uh, let's let's stay very focused on who the culprit is and who it isn't here. But that was very muddled in the past. And there was a lot of shame involved, unfortunately, very similar to people who have been sexually abused coming forward. You know, it used to be you know, well, what what were you wearing and why did you put yourself in that kind of situation, et cetera, you know, as opposed to why would someone do this to you? And it is so misguided and so wrong, but it also it sequesters people into the shadows, into silence. And that's really wrong. And it also helps the perpetrators get a sense that they're getting away with it, which is also wrong. So I'm happy for you that you now get to appreciate or benefit from the fact that the public is more aware. Yes. And it's very, very good. <laughs> I'm very, very happy that people who have never had any involvement in any destructive group or any kind of organization that is like Scientology calls itself a religion, you know, probably isn't, but at the same time, that's what it calls itself, which we may call a cult or again, a destructive group. And I'm, I'm glad that people are very compassionate. Again, people that have no history in such a movement or such a group are, are definitely more empathetic to what's going on, especially within the past few years. 